The art of customer service is getting lost. The need for customer service is greater than ever. I don't know if people don't care if it's falling by the wayside, but it's it's no longer the focus of most places. And I think the, the customer service kind of mixed with the knowledge and just being there for the customer. Um, I think all together are things you can't get anywhere else to the fullest extent you can at Midwest Evening Appliance. Midwest TV and Appliance, you get more for your money. Help yourself, lads. That really is the bottom line. Help yourself, because, wow, the food is awesome. And you need, I'm not sure, gruel. Have you ever had gruel? <laughs> I guess. I try to avoid gruel. Gruel, yeah, I don't know. You're in trouble if you have gruel, I think. Uh, my guest in the kitchen, Will Jedlicka, who is the Lacrosse Beer House. Thanks very much for coming over. I appreciate you firing a bunch of people and kicking everybody else out of meetings and stuff just so you can come over and play with me for a little while the least i could do that was awesome <laughs> well really there's more you could do i can hardly wait <laughs> i can hardly wait so how i haven't seen you since oktoberfest that's right yeah we had a fantastic oktoberfest did you had a lot of fun um for anyone that missed it, we did Stein Holding Contest. We oh, had yeah, I saw some of that. Mr. Mike Hayes there broadcasting live. We had live polka music. So a lot of fun, uh, very busy. Yeah, that's cool. So Is that your? Is this past Oktoberfest, the Lacrosse Beer House's first Oktoberfest? Yes, absolutely. That's cool. Um, I mean, I know it's your first breakfast thing, but I wasn't sure if last year you were open for October or year before last open for Oktoberfest or not. Correct. We were not. Okay. We, we did have a a very nice late night business last year yeah. over that weekend, but we didn't really promote it or do any festivities for obvious but reasons. But this year, record-breaking crowds and everybody had some fun. Absolutely. It's I, nice that you can open the windows so nobody broke any windows because they're all open. You know, that That's right. That's always weather. a bonus. Yeah, that's always <laughs> always a bonus. I'm thrilled. Thank and, you. Uh, and German night is every night at the lacrosse. You have entertainment like every weekend, don't you? We do. Every Friday and Saturday night, we have live polka music. We bring in bands from all over the Midwest. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had Eddie Carosa, who is known as the polka king of Chicago. Really? Was portrayed by John Candy in the movie Home Alone. Oh, man. Uh, so that was fun. He, we had a blast. He handed out little chicken hats to everyone, and oh. everyone did the chicken dance. <laughs> That's so great. Um, and, uh, yeah, so uh, always fun. We always That's get cool. some couples that are dancing. We always get groups doing the chicken dance up by our stage area. Oh, jeez, oh, oh, look at that, the chicken dance. That's hilarious. I, I got to thank you as a customer and a longtime liver in lacrosse area i appreciate the fact that you are lacrosse's german bar all the time you're not like a sports bar in the afternoon and a rock and roll band uh, music at night but and uh, only uh, polka on tuesdays and thursdays and rock and roll on friday whatever uh you you stick to your guns you are a german bar and restaurant all the time polka music is the music Period. I love that. So no one ever wonders, well, do they have any, I don't know, what day is it? Whatever they got going, it's going to be polka music, but it's going to be, you know, a Hall of Fame people, people from out of town, people that are super good at it. I talk to people all the time about, yeah, you know, I'm not a big polka guy. <laughs> but God, Oktoberfest, they bring people in from all over the country, all over the world, and those folks are really good at what they do. And so I can listen to that music for, you know, a little while, once in a while, 
and everybody knows now that the Lacrosse Beer House is going to have at least nationally uh, uh, known high class German polka type entertainment all the time every weekend. That's great. That is really cool. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes, I. Well, and it's only going to get better and better because your reputation will be out there. Oh yeah, those guys always don't they ever do rock and roll? Nope, it's just German. Oh, well, you want to go anyway? Yeah, well, and then they find out, hey, this really was kind of cool. Let's do this again. Yeah, so so I'll share a little of my story. I grew yeah. up in central Minnesota where there was one radio station playing all the time, and that was a polka station. Was it? Oh, that, wow. was, that was my mom's music, and uh, I learned to hate it. And uh, <laughs> then in my early 20s, <laughs> uh, discovered uh, Gastov Zergermeklikite. I'm probably saying that incorrectly. Uh, in Minneapolis, and that became my weekend hangout. Oh. And so got together with my friends and went there and just learned to love the live polka music, the, you know, the, the cheering, sure, uh, singing along. And so I, I thought I, I, it'd be great to bring that experience to lacrosse. Yeah. And so, well, thank you very much for doing it and sticking with it. Absolutely. I'm sure you have heard of uh, the number of bars, restaurants, bar slash restaurants. That's a restaurant during the day. And then they move all the tables out, and it's rock and roll, and it's crazy, and it's insane at night. And on weekends, it's something else. Uh, you know, it's well, hard to tell. I will say. They're not, none of them are open anymore, by the way. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess that didn't work There's out. There's that. Yeah. I will say after 9 p.m., uh, we do bring in live DJs, and, and it becomes a little more of a okay. rock and Well, that's fair. Rock, you have fewer people polka-ing at 9 p.m. than you do at 6.30. That's right. We typically right. run polka from 6.30 to 8.30. Give, awesome. Give folks a chance to finish up and then have some fun. Kind of turn into a college bar at that point. Right. But, but um, Well, the dinner crowd or the even the young people who want some dinner probably already had it before 8 p.m., right? Right. You would hope. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Even when I remember I was one of those kids, I want to, you know, if you're lying to yourself and saying, well, I need a good base before I drink start drinking excess beers i gotta have a good base so i gotta drink some food because then i won't get as stupid you know it's completely incorrect but it's a nice lie you tell yourself when you're in college yeah that's that's i mean a two pound pretzel is a pretty good base man those pretzels are awesome (laughs) thank you they really are they're they really are how much uh, i don't know this is spur of the moment question but because i know everything you have on the menu isn't homemade from scratch in the kitchen uh but what percentage do you think ballpark uh, do you guys do from scratch or like almost homemade right i would say it's about half yeah um that's I mean, cool we we get our brats from bubba's meats in town here uh we love uh bubba's meats brats and... yeah lee does a fabulous job absolutely i have some of his brats at home in my freezer right now oh there you go they're so good <laughs> so we i run over there once a week and pick up fresh brats and um so obviously we're not doing a lot of that cooking we're we're cooking them off in beer and then grilling them to order but sure um, uh a lot of the other menu items we are making from scratch or or making semi from scratch yeah um, well and i get that almost homemade because you don't have time to make pizza dough from flour to pizza in only a few minutes because people are hungry right absolutely we uh so find somebody locally, like Bubba's, who does the brats, then you don't have to go make the brats in the back Precisely. or every morning. Uh, they're already made by somebody who's expert at it. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's cool. That works for me. 
And, you know, I, I mean, I will say with the pre-made items that we do have, uh, a lot of thought and consideration went into finding the best products that we could. Sure, so, sure. Uh, we're not we're not serving some inferior pretzel. Well, and I have never heard, and I'm so glad you mentioned the pretzels, because I hear so much about the pretzels, the pretzels. God, they're so good. I have never heard anybody say, after they had an appetizer or a meal at the beer house, yeah, you know, it's really not... Uh, I don't know. I thought it was all going to be uh, from scratch like my grandma used to make. It's not like that. It's uh, always uh, at least right there with grandma or uh, very similar to grandma. And that's important for uh, restaurants these days to put their menu on the line and the reputation of good tasting food on the line. Absolutely. I mean, that's something I've learned over the years in the business is you can get a frozen product that's absolutely as good as something that you make from scratch right. in the restaurant and and you know and then on the other hand sometimes you can't and if you can't then you need to figure out how to make it yourself right house so if you can't get it all but, pre-made by somebody who's an expert make what you can and add their stuff later that's absolutely a, that's equally as important as far right. as i'm concerned i mean most restaurants don't have a pastry chef in-house yeah desserts you know yeah. <laughs> most desserts come in frozen or you know yeah i, uh, I totally similar, get it so. but at least where you're getting your things that are made by somebody else uh like the brats from bubba's you're getting them from somebody who does that for a living so they're really really good absolutely the good stuff. pretzels come from the milwaukee pretzel company um yeah anything that we can get locally or close to locally we we absolutely do so. awesome Besides the giant pretzels, what's another uh, a popular appetizer thing? So we have uh, bacon on a stick. <laughs> not not it, not necessarily truly authentic German. I mean, I think bacon is universally. Bacon uh, is bacon. Pigs, bacon is bacon. No matter where the pig came from, it's still bacon. So in bacon. the case of that, we weren't able to source thick enough bacon put on a stick. to put on a stick. So we buy slabs of bacon and hand slice them. Really? Yep, and cook them off. And then... I have seen bacon on a stick, and it was like a chunk. It wasn't a strip of bacon okay. that was thick that had a skewer up the middle. It was, uh, you know, like a, a bacon pop. Okay. I don't know how else to describe <laughs> it. A, an inch square chunk of uh, bacon on a stick. Is that Maybe that's more difficult to cook. Yeah, I don't know. It was at a restaurant. So... I guess in my mind that's smoked ham. <laughs> okay, well that works. <laughs> Could very well be. Maybe that's and the, just me. Uh, the diehards are saying this isn't this isn't bacon on a stick. This is smoked ham. It's pretty good, but it's not bacon. Cut it out. To me, bacon has to be inserted. Okay, okay. okay. All right. Well, that's fair. Chunks, I guess. That's fair. No, no, that's but fair. It adds, I think, to the fun of eating it, uh, and it's fun to watch people struggling with it a little bit, you know. So, um, but no, it it gets nice and crispy and delicious, and then we uh. glaze it with honey. And uh, serve it with a side of our uh, hot mustard, that mustard, hot German yeah. mustard. So, yeah, is that the same mustard you use? Because I'll be honest, I have not had bacon on a stick, but I've had that pretzel in a mustard. Oh, that is really good. Yes, that's our that's our house mustard that we pretty much use for everything. Oh, you make that yourself? Yeah, we yeah. source it locally. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, on the I'm, ingredients, I'm not going to you... give away. I'm not going to. No, give away no, don't tell secrets, me the recipe. But... I don't want you to kill me because <laughs> I still want to eat it. <laughs> But, um, yeah, we use that same mustard basically served with pretty much anything on the menu that we can because okay. it's delicious. God, it is just <laughs> really good. Really good. All right. Uh, uh, what other, Any other appetizers that stand out you want to tell people about? We uh, have pig wings, which is a four-ounce pork shank 
So while other places are struggling to get chicken wings and a lot of people have gone away from Wing Wednesday, we do Pig Wing Wednesday. Uh, so we have $1.50 pig wings and um, we do serve those with our mustard. And upon request, we've got a pretty good Gaozhujing sauce, which is absolutely not German, but goes well with the pig wings. So just a little trick of the trick. Well, that's there because some, some way back in the day, a German guy <laughs> went to Korea. Went to Korea and said, you know, I'm going to bring this home with me, serve it with my pig wing. Absolutely. So it's a, it's a, it's a quarter pound of, uh, of pork on a, with a bone sticking out of it. And cool. You know, it's, they're absolutely delicious. Oh, sounds good. I'm going to try that. Uh, main courses, pop. What are the top items on your menu? The regular menu. Chicken schnitzel is by far. Hey, don't talk side. like that. I got this. Is a family show. Heyo. <laughs> chicken schnitzel. So for that, we uh, hand pound uh, chicken breast till it's flat, as with traditional schnitzel. Uh, we use a wet batter that has uh, wheat and corn flour. Just kind of gives it the right texture. Paprika, salt, some other spices, and then we pan fry it in butter until it's like golden brown and then we top it with a lemon butter caper sauce Ooh, which is a little untraditional a lot of places yeah but the, capers are so good yeah. all those weird uh, th- and you know what interestingly enough caper is how this radio program Cooley region cooks started really decades ago i went on the air because my father at the time he was still alive and he, uh, he owned kitchen stores uh, called Kitchen Stuff. He sold toys, kitchen toys. And anytime he got a new one, he'd send me his old one with, inst- with, a me- with a, uh, instructions on how to use the toy, uh, a recipe to use the toy, and then, you know, 20 bucks or 30 bucks to buy the ingredients to make the recipe to use the toy. And then he'd call me in a couple of weeks and make sure that I actually – didn't just take the 20 bucks to the bar and drink beer. Uh, you know, he would ask me questions that he knew the only answer would be from a person who ate it. And so I, I learned to cook through him long distance, but that's, uh, that's the way he did stuff like that because he would go into the kitchen and just have, and just play. Uh, uh, it was so much fun to do stuff like that. That is very cool. Uh, I just loved it. It was tons of fun. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, capers are delicious, and there's no capers. two ways around that. And so, One of the recipes that he sent me had ingredients, capers, and I asked on the radio, what the heck is it? My dad said, you know, everybody that listened to lacrosse talk way back then knew my dad was a good cook. He sent me this recipe, and it's all these ingredients and capers. I never even heard. I didn't even know where to look for capers in the grocery store. So I asked on the air, what the heck is a caper? Man, oh man, the phones went nuts. I got, I was spent the rest of the hour answering the phone. People brought me fresh capers that still had leaves on them from the caper tree or bush or whatever, ground capers, little BBs. And I said, hey, these are what? These are little green BBs. You just eat them like that? No, you mash them up and, you know, whatever. That's how I, I, I told Record, Dick Record was the uh, big cheese at the time. Buddy, I could go on the air and swear up a sailor storm. And not get as many phone calls as I got when I said, "What's a caper?" We got to do something with, do something with that. Cooley Region Cooks was born right after that. Very cool. Yeah, Very it was cool. just a blast. So awesome. thanks, Dad, for sending me a recipe with capers. There you go. No idea what it was. <laughs> so, so one of the other items we make uh, in house is our braised red cabbage, uh, which is a very simple recipe. Um, basically, cut up a head of red cabbage. Okay. Uh, 
you uh, cook it in a large pan or a Dutch oven, melt about a quarter cup of butter, saute some onions in that, and then add the rest of the ingredients, which is obviously the cabbage, a third cup of sugar, a third cup of white vinegar, salt and pepper to taste, and then we do ours with a third cup of uh, sherry. And uh, not only adds that great flavor, but really like brightens it up and oh sure sometimes and you see people out in the restaurant going what is what is that <laughs> flavor I, I can't i can't tell what that is man that's really good then they ask their server sherry oh that's not it never Absolutely. would have guessed that's uh, awesome some places do it with apples instead we find that the sherry just brightens up the color adds a great flavor so that's the recipe more fun more and fun. even though you cook the alcohol off you still get to say we cook it with booze <laughs> that's right really oh that's gotta be good you're in wisconsin for gosh sakes if it's not brandy sherry works also <laughs> that's right that's brandy right or beer uh cool i love that all right let me take a quick break you gotta catch up uh, oh no I, I can we can do one more and then take a break i know the people who do the log sometimes change things up so uh i'm curious the uh, uh cabbage because i will Probably, as I mentioned earlier this morning, I have friends that are hugely into the rodeo. And so uh, we're going to the rodeo on Saturday night, so we're going to stop over and at least get a pretzel as big as my head. Uh, But then some of the other stuff. And I like going to restaurants that serve things that I've never had or in some cases never heard of before. The chicken schnitzel. Don't say that three times fast or you get fired. Uh, I've never had that, never heard of it until just now. So uh, going to a restaurant that has things on the menu that I've never heard of, I'm I'm all over that because I can cook the other stuff at my house. I'm Absolutely. not going, you know, I, I want to, if I'm going to a steakhouse, I'm going to a steakhouse that cooks the steak differently than the way I do. Or if there's a burger on the menu, I cook burgers at my house. But your burgers are different because they're, they mix, uh, you know, lamb is in there. If it's a Greek burger, or or brisket, if it's a barbecue burger, or I don't know what they what Germans put sauerkraut in it. If it's a German burger, I don't know. Whatever, it's different. Yeah, actually, we do have a burger that's a German burger, and it's basically a bratwurst patty. Ah, that's uh, grilled like a burger, and then we do serve it with sauerkraut on top and a side of our German mustard. Oh, of course. cool. So. You sprinkle some sherry in there just to be consistent. You know, sherry on everything. We do not. No, no. no, no. Okay. Not, yeah. not with the burgers. So. Okay, it's just making sure. Uh, but other things that we have that people may not have made at home, we do have a warm German potato salad, which uh, we get rave reviews on. Uh, again, the chicken schnitzel. We've got uh, spätzle, which is a German uh, sort of dumpling. Uh, and again, the pig wings, which most places don't carry. So Cool, cool. All right, here, uh, do me a favor. I didn't have time to grab those headphones that are right there. Come over here because uh, this guy, no, no, that your side. I'll just plug it in right here because now that I've said this, the person on the phone probably wants to talk to somebody else, not me. But I'm going <laughs> to answer it on the air anyway just in case they're looking for a conversation with you. Uh, good morning. Are you calling Cooley Region Cooks? Yes, I am, and yeah. I'm enjoying the heck out of this uh, presentation. I'm a transplant from L.A. I've been living here a number of years, and uh, I've never heard of the beer house until recently. Yeah, right downtown. Uh, I've, I'm sorry, 
It's right in the middle of downtown Lacrosse, right on the corner. Is that the one that used to be the Twisted Moose? Yes. Oh, great. Well, man, I'm getting hungry just listening to this program. I'm and telling you. My wife is from Europe, and I've lived there a couple times. Uh, so this is great news for me. How about German food? All right. Well, look forward to it. Maybe if you are if you and your wife are out and about on uh, on Saturdays, uh, uh, look for me because I'll be there on Saturday. I'll be the one with uh, a couple of giant pretzels. You guys are presenting this uh, place in a very fine way, and uh, I've lived here for 26 years. What's What's your favorite? What's your favorite German food? What's your favorite German food? Oh man, everything. I mean, I. I spent two years in the army over there. I like schnitzel. I I, I don't know about chicken schnitzel. <laughs> well, now you got to try it. Now you got to try it. Hey, thanks very much for the call. I hope you enjoy your first experience at Lacrosse's German Bar. How about that? Sounds like he's a convert and he hadn't even been there yet. I, I think we've got him on the on the hook. Yeah, and he knows right where you are. Is that is it fun to be Lacrosse's only German Bar? Only people serving chicken schnitzel or you know i mean it's just fun to be a part of uh when steinhaus closed i felt like it was just kind of sad to think that oh yeah they did they did some really good german stuff over there too yeah to think that the home of one of the biggest Oktoberfests in the world doesn't have a german restaurant and bar so yeah um you know and and again growing up Going to places like that and experiencing the fun of, you know, dancing to polka music and drinking good German beer. Yeah. It was just kind of like somebody needs to do something. You do serve uh, a beer, German or otherwise, in glasses too, right? Not just in a boot? That's correct, yeah. Okay, I mean, just The check. boot is optional. Uh, but uh, you have, I know, the boot's on the menu, but, but we, every once in a while i got to set it down. That's right. And the boot doesn't set down. But we do have, uh, we do have the Hofbrau dimple mugs in half liter and liter, so... Uh, and then the liter and two liter boots. Cool. So, lots well, of let's face it. Where else can you go uh, to get a beer in a dimple mug? That's right. Because you're going to order a. I need. Uh, I, I need a German. I need something. I need some beer in a dimple mug. What kind of beer? I don't care. Just bring me a dimple mug. I got to find out what the heck that is. Uh, it is uh, the Lacrosse Beer House, formerly Twisted Moose. We'll get away from that at some point when everybody knows it's the beer house. That's uh, right. Because <laughs> it's been the beer house for how long? Three years? Four years? How long oh, have you been? Two and a half years. Two and a half years. Okay, so I was close. Three years. It's been a long time. It's a fabulous restaurant, and I'm telling you, the food there is top shelf. Even if you've never had chicken schnitzel, you've you got to try stuff like that. And a side of, you know, dimple beer. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hey, Cooley Region Cooks, every Thursday we get together with people who like to have fun in the kitchen. And that is absolutely the case uh, in this case because uh, my guest is is uh, in the kitchen, on the floor, works all the different shifts, has a, a close relationship with all of his employees. And it's funny, you got you got to tell everybody else because maybe it won't happen ever again, which, which means – your bartender and every once in a while your bouncer will never have to field the question when somebody walks up and uh, asks or says. They say, I get a free drink because I'm the owner, which is just astonishing, <laughs> to which my bouncer will reply, 
you don't look like Will. Oh. So, yeah, it's interesting what people will try to pull, but um, just one of the many benefits of that's crazy. working hands-on with my staff and knowing all of them. That's, that's so. crazy. I have seen YouTube videos that are similar to that when some Karen or somebody who's self-appointed special will uh, will say in a whether it's a restaurant or just a place of business I'm the owner's mother and I expect really that's that's interesting because well two things a I'm the owner and my mom died three years ago so it's nice to meet you you know right. stuff like that it just cracks me up people that are trying to get and what are they they're trying to steal a beer right how much is a beer four bucks? Five about bucks, that, yeah. About four bucks for a glass of beer. Yep. Unless it's some hoity-toity special beer, and then it's four fifty or so. Right. You know, whatever. They're gonna make a big deal uh, to try and steal four bucks. That's just crazy. All right, so we're talking beers. Yes. You have way more, and I know there's a ton of really good Wisconsin beer uh, from uh, you know Capital Ales to uh, the Pearl Streets. Got a huge list of great beers, but you're all you're going further out than that too, aren't you? A little bit. So we are uh, the only bar in the region authorized to sell Hofbrau beer. Oh. They have a sort of application process. Really? They have to approve you to sell. So really? you can get their bottled beer at Woodman's, uh, but we're the only other place in town that can carry Hofbrau beer. So we typically carry three to five taps of Hofbrau, uh, and then we do a mix of Polliner, Hacker Shore beers. Uh, so... Uh, at any given time, eight to ten German beers on tap. Awesome. And then we do like to carry local beers as well. So uh, Lacrosse Distillery actually makes beer now. They do. They do. I did not know that. I know I've got uh, some of their handmade, rubbed on the thighs of a of a virgin from from someplace, uh, a gin and a, a brandy, or was it not brandy? Bourbon. You know, I'm. I'm all about that. Wow, I never heard of that before. Let me have a little taste of that. That's really good. I need a bottle of that. Yeah. I did not know they're also doing beer. That's awesome. Good yes. for them. They have a very small production facility for beer. Yeah. So we're fortunate right now to have two of their beers on tap. So we've got what they call a Jiffy Jack APA. <laughs> uh, Jiffy Jack. Jiffy okay. Jack APA. It's an American Pale Ale. And then uh, they did a... Marzen beer for Oktoberfest. Sure. And so we've got their Volksfest Marzen beer on tap right awesome. now. So what's diff- what's a Marzen beer? Marzen beer is what most people think of when they think of an Oktoberfest beer. Oh. So it's the sort of darker, orange-ish, heavier, dark, yeah. uh, amber, very, very full flavored. Yeah. Yep. So um, and then in addition to that, we've got uh, Loon Juice Cider on tap, which is made just across the way in Minnesota. Well, and, let's uh, face it. What dinner is not complete without a glass of loon juice? That's correct. Uh, <laughs> and chicken schnitzel. Absolutely. <laughs> it, uh, it's gluten-free, so that's a good alternative for okay. folks who aren't looking for uh, gluten. Uh, we also carry Potosi Cave Ale on oh, tap. So that's good stuff. Which is fabulous. Sadly for you, I've already had that, so I'm not going to – I already know that's delicious, but I've never had uh, some of the others. Well, and – German beers, you guys are the only ones that carry some of them. So Absolutely. get it here or don't get it. Right. And I'm I'm all about a tap. Uh, give me something that's uh, fresh right out of the tap. That's great. Absolutely. Yeah, we're very proud to be able to serve Hofbrau beer, yeah. which is the original beer of Bavarian Kings. Really? 
I did not know that either. It came about. Do your bartenders know that kind of stuff? They do. Because sadly yeah. for them, I'm going to ask you know questions like that if we're not super busy, or the young lady, or the young man who comes to our table. I'm going to ask him. So, uh, how do you make this mustard? Oh, put him to the test. Oh yeah, I, absolutely. As politely as I can, because I don't want him going back, you know, through the doors and saying, "Hey, hey, boss." There's a jerk that's sitting out at table 12, <laughs> and he won't let me leave the table until I tell him everything, all of our secrets. Right, right. <laughs> uh, oh, geez, that's just haze. Never mind. Ignore him. <laughs> kick him out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take a bite out of his pretzel and bring that to his table. That'll right. teach him. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Uh, do you have? Are there people that come in and say, oh, I got to have your... Because I was here the last time, and it's good. I know people that will come to the restaurant and order the same thing all the time because it's just so good. Uh, well, one of our items that's really kind of gaining a following is our Friday fish fry. Really? And so we do a fish dinner on Fridays like every other place. Well, but, but, it's, oh, but it's different, though. You have German fish. I don't know. Is there such a thing as Well, we German? use German beer in the batter. Oh, okay. So we use a... Do you use one of those weird beers? We, we do use one of those weird beers. Typically, it's a Hofbrau Dunkel. Yeah, see? very flavorful, darker beer. Um, and we use a fresh cod loin mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. battered in a wet batter and deep fried and delicious. You so. got to make it a little, because as you just mentioned, everybody does a fish fry, but nobody does it this way. That's right. And you're going to like it or not. Clearly, everybody likes the German beer in their in their battered fish. If not, they should. Well, and they're going to try it because it's different. That's right. You know, they're they're, they're going to try it because it's different. And then you'll see people sharing. I'll get the German fish. You get the the Minneapolis or the uh, uh, Minnesota fish. You get the Milwaukee fish, and we'll take we'll share we'll share bites and see which one we like the best. There you go. <laughs> I like that. I'm always. I'm. A, how often do you get to switch them out? The beers, I mean. Uh. You can it's probably a, keep the a, German beers on a lot or all the time. Yeah, we always have eight to ten German beers on tap, okay. but but those selections change very regularly. Oh, they do. Oh, we okay. actually we actually had a a little bit of a beer crisis for oh. a while oh, because of the shipping. Oh sure, couldn't get situation. Couldn't get uh, Hofbrau beer, um, so we did then fill in the taps with more Polliner and Hacker Shore and a couple others, but. Uh, Typically, we've got three to four Hofbrau's on tap at all times. Yeah. So at the moment, we've got Hofbrau Original, which is a very light Pilsner. Uh, we've got Hofbrau Keller, which is their summer beer, um, which is, I guess I'd describe as similar to a summer shandy, but yeah. they don't add the lemonade or whatever oh. it is most well, places Well, you said similar, it's so just, it's not the it, same. It just has that citrus hint yeah. to it, I guess. Huh. Uh, we've got uh, Hofbrau Hefeweizen. Uh, which is a wheat beer, also very easy drinking. And then we've got Hofbrau Oktoberfest on tap, which we all know what that is. And that's delicious. That's good. So, And then in addition to those, we've got Hacker Shore Weiss, Polliner, Munich Lager, and Hacker Shore Munich Dark. So Dark beers are for my kids. I mean, they like the black. One of my, one of my sons, who's a very, very small backyard brewer, uh, <laughs> likes beer that you could stand a fork up in. <laughs> Stick a fork in it. If it doesn't tip over right away, that's a beer for me. There you go. Uh, uh, motor oil was a beer. Somebody made a beer called motor oil. That was his favorite for a while. Wow. Really, Mark? Wow. Really? Hofro does do a delicious seasonal that they call Delicator, 
uh, which is a very dark beer. Uh, but at this moment, we're not able to get that, obviously. But well, you know, that's why those fat German guys on jet skis are trying to meet all those tankers out in the bay <laughs> off Los Angeles. Hey, just toss me some of those cases out of that uh, out of that thing up there, because we need to get that beer back to the states here quickly. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> as quickly as we can. Yeah, it was a it was a legit like beer crisis. Uh, one of my staff went to Milwaukee to the old German beer hall, mm-hmm. and they couldn't get Hofbrau beer either. Oh, and that's their they that's usually their have thing. eight to ten taps of just Hofbrau, and oh wow, and weren't able to get it. So we're happy. Want to a glass be... of milk? Yeah, <laughs> no, uh, thanks, but no. Uh, We're happy to be flush with beer now. Yeah, so. that's great. That's great. Are are your customers, you've been open long enough and you've been paying attention long enough, are your customers now becoming accustomed to the fact that you have a wide variety of beers and they're different? So, you know, they're willing to take a chance on this one I've never heard of before, but the last one I never heard of was really delicious. I'm going to try that one. Absolutely, and and we're always happy to give samples. Yeah. So. Um, so your bartenders know what a schnitt is. They know what. Give a me schnitt. a little schnitt. I just need what's a schnitt? You know, the little shot glass with a sip or two. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Absolutely, always available schnitts. So. Well, that's it. Is so weird to me because I've I don't know I've known that since before I was legally able to drink. Right. What a schnitt was just a little glass with just a mouthful. I just want to taste. Absolutely. Yeah. But, but it is fun. We do get a large number of customers who come in who served in the military in Germany or, you know, moved here from Europe or what have you, just like the caller this morning, uh, who are excited to be able to have. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously married a woman from Europe and spent time there and in the service overseas. And so he's, he's looking for, and, and interestingly enough, didn't he comment? I've never heard chicken schnitzel before. That, so I'll bet he tries that next time he's out and about. Yeah, schnitzel is traditionally made with uh, veal, and that's just not something I'm comfortable using. So Really? Uh, so because it's expensive, or you need special handling, or why? Just because of the way veal is, the calves are... Oh, oh, because of the way they're treated, whatever. Ethical reasons. Okay, well, that makes sense. I get it. So And so now all the pita lovers are saying, hey, this guy, you know, he serves meat, but uh, but I still like him because he's, uh, you know, I watched a video the other day of a girl going nuts on her mom because if you're, you know, she was obviously a snowflake yelling at her mom who's a conservative, and if you're, why don't you just leave the house and take your dead cow with you? Shit, <laughs> just screaming her head off. Seems a little rough. Oh, uh, well, it's horrible. <laughs> How do you talk to your mom like that? I can't believe it. Get out of the house and take your dead cow with you. Wow, wow. really? Yeah. We, uh, I thought that I, was a bit extreme. Yeah, yeah. I would never say that to anyone, but that person would be welcome to come into the beer house because we do have a couple of vegetarian options. Do you? Oh, well, there you go. See? So we do have a vegetarian broth. You've even got gluten-free beer, for gosh sakes. Right. So holy cow, you're <laughs> trying to cover all the bases. That's that, right. That's, that's right. important. We do a Beyond Burger and we do a Beyond Brat. Really? So I didn't know there was such a Beyond Brat. I know, right? And huh. and it's actually quite delicious. Is so, it? Yep. Is it better than your regular brats? No. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for being honest. That's right. Thanks for being honest. I have to eat this because I have to. Is it as good as the one I can't eat? No. <laughs> but uh, my choice is don't eat it at all, period, or eat this one. And That's this right. one ain't bad. A reasonable substitute. Absolutely. And I talk to people like that all the time. My choice is... Sticks and twigs and grass, or this brat that's made with, I don't know what it's made with. 
Don't tell me what it's made with, because I might have to admit that I like tofu, which so far I haven't had to do. All right, a little business to do, and we'll take, uh, so we'll take a quick minute here, be back with Will Jedlicka, who is the La Crosse Beer House. Are you glad you're here in La Crosse? Absolutely. With this restaurant, even though you work seven days a week, all (laughs) shifts, morning, noon, and night? It's a lot, but it's absolutely worth it. How often do you, does somebody call and say, hey, Will, or hey, boss, come here. Come here, I got see that guy over there? He wants to talk to you because he's mad that you make something with the wrong ingredients. Or, does that happen very often? Uh, it happens Grumpy customers? Once a week, maybe. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, we do, again, with the schnitzel, oftentimes it's served in a brown gravy sauce, ah. which I don't particularly care for myself. So we do the lemon butter caper. But every once in a while, somebody wants to tell me that we should have the brown... How often stuff. does somebody make a suggestion that you think I'm going to write that down and uh, you know and see what we can do? Yeah, that happens pretty regularly. Does it? That's awesome. And and if somebody has a special like dietary request or wants something prepared a certain way, and we're able to do it, we're happy to accommodate. So anybody ever say I'm allergic to capers? Haven't gotten that no? one yet, but we have had people ask what it was. Oh well, good. Phew. <laughs> it's not just you. Not just me. All right, Cooley <laughs> Region Cooks. With Will from the Lacrosse Beer House Business, we'll be right back. Cooley Region Cooks every Thursday from 10 to 11. We get together with people who like to have fun in the kitchen or out on the bar, on the dance. Well, not on the bar. I don't know. Have you ever danced on the bar? Maybe I should say in the bar. I have not danced on the bar. Okay. All right. Well, good. Uh, in the kitchen, in the restaurant, behind the bar. Uh, that, that is the owner of the Lacrosse Beer House, Will Jedlicka. Uh, we've got a, a caller on that has a question I didn't know the answer to. Uh, caller, uh, good morning. You're on the air with uh, with the boss at the Lacrosse Beer House. Very good. Uh, do you play? Uh, do you have music Friday and Saturday at your place? Yes, we do. Every Friday and Saturday night, typically from six thirty to eight thirty p.m. Who is the name of the band? Uh, this weekend, we've got Mike Schneider's band. He's from Milwaukee, uh, driving, okay. driving up for the weekend for us. Good. That's I, very good. Thank you very much. I have, no, I have a question first. You've got to earn your keep here, buddy. Uh, uh, <laughs> have you ever heard of that band from Milwaukee, Mike Schneider? No, I don't have. No, I have not. Okay, well, are you going to come and hear him? Because it sounds to me like you really like polka. You and your bride going to come over and show us how to do some polka? We'll try. All right, good deal. Just uh, come over on Saturday because that'll be me clapping away. I don't know. Oh, very to, good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks very much for the call. Thanks. <laughs> That's great. Good to know that he's going to give it a shot, and and it's nice to know uh, that you and clearly your reputation uh, is uh, is getting out there for uh, having good quality. Weird beer. I mean, uh, uh, polka music. <laughs> Absolutely. No, that's. I mean, for me, that's what it's all about. It's just. It's fun to watch people having fun, dancing or cheering or participating in, in the chicken dance. Uh, last Friday, uh, we were pretty busy. We had people walking by our windows and mm-hmm. sort of pointing at the artist and doing a little dancing. We had one family come in. Uh, so they start on the sidewalk? So they started on the sidewalk. <laughs> and uh, uh, two parents with their kid, maybe three or four years old, came in. Basically, just walked right in, stood by the bar for four or five minutes, and did a little dancing, and then walked out. And really, just, so they're just in dancing with their four-year-old. Yep, having just a good time, enjoying the polka music, and and uh, I'm sure they had already had dinner somewhere else that particular night. So he's going to come great. back. 
Absolutely. That, that mom and dad, they're going to be back. I'm sure they will. Hope, I hope so. That's awesome. Do you have menu items that can uh, can be attractive to someone who has a, a you know picky taste, the four, five, six, seven, eight year old person who isn't used to weird beer, we d- unusual food. We do. We've got uh, we've got chicken tenders on the menu to take care of folks like that. We've got burgers, um, and who doesn't like a brat? You know, yeah, so, absolutely. Um, I was going to mention for the gentleman that called and for other people who are interested. We do have our polka schedule on our website, oh, and it does have bios of the artists who the bands are, where they're from, and where so they're forth. from, and so forth. So uh, it's just lacrossebeerhouse.com, beerhouse spelled B-I-E-R-H-A-U-S, and so like they, they do in Germany, you know, like, the real yeah, place, like they do in Germany. Yeah. So they can, they can go there to get that That's information. Awesome. Hey, thank you very much for coming over. Absolutely, I appreciate it. Now you know, ladies and gentlemen, that that uh, it's a German bar and restaurant that does Germany like Germans, <laughs> like German food, German beer, German fun.